Hi, this is Isabel Braverman from the Sullivan County Democrat, and I am joined today by Kendra Payne, the owner and operator of the Herbal Scoop in Calicoon, New York. Hi, Kendra. How are you today? I'm doing so well. Thank you for having me here, um, and I'm glad to just be here this morning. Yeah, good to have you. So you recently opened your shop. Um, that's inside the Calicoon Pantry, which is just a great uh, place and a local resource right here in Calicoon. So can you tell me a little bit about your store and uh, what kinds of things you offer? Sure. So I always say that the Herbal Scoop is a place of discovery. Um, when you come into the space, you'll see that the way I've like organized things and labeled things allows a person to kind of look around and check out the labels. I put like some starter information about what these herbs um, might help someone with. And so you can start to make some of your own decisions or start to kind of like pique your interest. Like, oh, well, maybe this is one that I might like, or, hey, this is something that is really pretty. Like what else does it do? And so it, it allows the person to kind of step into the seat, to the driver's seat of their own wellness and not rely on someone else to necessarily tell them what it is they should do or like how to, you know, quote, fix themselves. Um, and so I really wanted it to be a place where that was accessible to people that felt like they could come in here and they felt welcome and they could play around and ask questions um, so that they could walk away with something that felt really good to them and would help support whatever it is that they're trying to pay attention to. Um, so when you come into the shop, I sell bulk herbs. Um, I also sell my own creations from things that I've either grown or foraged or sourced. So you'll see things like uh, blended tea, some for just like flavor and fun and some that have specific benefits. Um, you'll also see some like self-care items as well. Um, things like bath salts and just like salves and things that are just like a little bit more um, fun and laid back. So it runs the gamut so that no matter what you're, you know, what you're looking for, you can find something that kind of suits your, your needs and what you have time to commit to. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I like that, you know, that sort of exploring option that people have. And, you know, I'm sure you're also an expert in herbs and uh, remedies. So how did you get into that? <laughs> I mean, that's a it's a long story that I'll try to make as short as possible, but I mean, I've been playing with nature and the earth um, since I can remember. And as like a young child, I would go into the backyard and like pick things and like put them into jars with like different things, whether it was like with water or with vinegar. And I would put them in the back of my mom's cupboards. And I would remember calling them like science experiments. And I just wanted to see like what would happen if I took one thing and put it into another thing and just like let it sit there. And now that I'm in the, in the practice of herbalism, I didn't know what that was when I was a child, but I realized that I was in my own way practicing herbalism. So as I've gone throughout um, my life and, you know, I'm a certified yoga teacher and just really using herbs at first to combat the things that were going on with my own body and my own experiences in traditional medicine. Um, and it really got into kind of paying attention to the ways that nature and plants can really help us feel our best. And so then eventually I wanted to get more of the like science connected to plants. So I studied with and still study with uh, the Herbal Academy 
and now am a practicing clinical herbalist. Nice. And how did you, um, you know, come to open your shop in Calicoon and um, how did you find this area? My husband and I moved up here um, about two years ago from the city. Um, it was some, it was a place that we were spending so much time at anyway, and we're kind of getting burned out. So we um, actually moved to Narrowsburg and through just like talking to people and kind of working at the Berryville farmer's market, there was like a lot of um, opportunity that, that I saw. And so when, well, this was, you know, pre COVID, I was, I had a little space in Narrowsburg. And then when the pandemic kind of shut that down, um, I was looking for other opportunities. And so I ended up launching a GoFundMe and asking for the community's help in order to get this space open. And again, through connections that I had made in the community, um, I found out about the Calicoon Marketplace. And it was actually uh, Dawn from River Family Wellness who finally made that connection. And, and I got to uh, talk with Rachel at the Calicoon Marketplace and it just was a perfect fit. And it didn't click until like we finally got to speak, but I had been using the commercial kitchen with that's connected to early bird cookery in order to make uh, products and to blend my teas. And so it just all made sense and kind of came together really perfectly. And now I just love being at that space. Yeah. And um, how did the, you know, pandemic um, affect you? I mean, you opened this new business during that time and, you know, both you can talk about business wise and, you know, in your own life. Yeah. I mean, I had kind of jumped in full force, you know, opening that little space in Narrowsburg. And I think I opened that January of 2019. And by March, you know, we were pulling all the stuff out of the shop and just like didn't know what was going to happen, which was really upsetting, obviously, to me and everybody else in the world. And what I was able to do was just like really focus on, you know, what I wanted to do with my business and use it as some planning time. And, um, and I also had time to really start my herbal garden in a way that felt productive to my business. Um, Cause my goal is eventually have enough growing space to be able to have all of the stuff that I grow be the only thing that I have in my shop. It's going to take a while, but this year was a great time to start that planning. And because we weren't allowed to go anywhere, I spent a lot of time with my hands in the dirt. Um, and so as you know, we were kind of getting to, I think it was maybe like September or October, these conversations when I was talking with Dawn from River Family Wellness, she was like, hey, there might be a space for you, you know, um, and I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, and so really it was the GoFundMe campaign that like gave me the confidence to know that the community was behind me, even in times of the pandemic, the way that people showed up for me. Uh, which allowed me to feel confident to open the space because it just, if you think about it logically, it didn't make sense to start a business during COVID, especially a, a non-essential business as herbs are, are categorized. Um, and I don't think I could have done it without everybody kind of cheering me on all the way through. Yeah. And um, can you talk a little bit more about your process? Um, 
you know, in terms of creating these herbal blends or, you know, creating some of the things that you uh, have at your store? Yeah, so within herbalism, there's the opportunity to kind of focus on lots of different things. Through my background and through my personal experience and my knowledge, I honed it in on immunity and uh, stress and so and and really the connection of the two so when i'm thinking about products that i want to offer or what herbs seem relevant in the shop i mean i work with about a hundred herbs um, that I, I think I have in my online shop and my physical space and that's really just the tip of the iceberg because you know I just can't hold all of that information and so um, when I'm thinking about making products like I want to start off with like how do I want someone to feel right how do I want someone to interact with these herbs and what is the best combination of things that I could put together to help support them and so I get into formulation a lot and I can really nerd out about that. Um, but the simplest way is like figuring out what herbs can best support the way that I want them to feel. And so then once I kind of narrow that down based on my research and kind of my intuition, I go in um, and start creating these blends on a lot of different things, on what my instincts are telling me, on what the research is telling me, what it looks like. Um, and so I really go in there and try and be as intentional as possible in creating some really like delicious tea blends that make sense to help support some of our like everyday needs. Um, and it's really important for them to, you know, for them to coexist, both the beauty of the tea, because I think a lot of these herbs are just really gorgeous, but also the functionality of the tea. And right now I really am focusing on like making things that are easy and accessible. Yes, we might have a lot more time, so to speak, on our hands. We don't necessarily have the energy to be like brewing 20 and 30 minute teas, nor do we, you know, like want to spend that. So finding teas that are, you can just, you know, pour some hot water on steep for five minutes and take it with you throughout your day is really important to me. Yeah. And, um, I, and immunity right now is especially important for people, I think. Sure. Absolutely. And I, I think that there's, you know, a lot of things that we can, you know, talk about when it comes to immunity, but just really paying attention to the ways that your body is responding to like stress and sleep and how you're eating. And people forget really about the power of kitchen herbs and the things that we have in our, in our pantries to really help us feel good. So don't, uh, when people come into the shop, I don't want them to feel like it's so serious. Like they have to like take these herbs that they've never heard of. I'm like, hey, what about rosemary and thyme? And oregano is a really powerful herb that people can use. And like, how can we incorporate that in our everyday lives to make us feel well? Yeah, we're focusing right now on cold and flu and things that are going on with the pandemic. But we also have to think about kind of what that looks like in our, like our, in our entire year as well. Right. Um, so this podcast and the article um, that's going to be in the newspaper is part of our celebration of Black History Month um, that we're doing this month. You are the third feature um, that we're doing every Friday. So can you talk about, um, you know, Black History Month and what it means to you? Yeah, I mean, Black History Month in, in terms of uh, being an herbalist, I, I guess I'll speak on, um, our story is so directly entwined with 
herbalism. And yet when you look at the textbooks, when you look at who gets to be the pioneer of certain herbs or even what certain herbs are called, you wouldn't see black history in, in those stories. Um, we know that when, uh, the ancestors were brought over and they had, you know, herbs and rice, you know, braided into their hair in, in a means of survival because they didn't know what was coming once they, you know, if they survived um, off of that ship. And you can't talk about herbs, especially Western herbalism, without talking about the contributions of black and brown people in in this industry and again if you look at the main textbooks you will rarely find that information and so you know black history month is is 28 days but for me it's all the time and as i've gone through my herbal education i've had to go in and and really look at the way these herbs were talked about and whose hands were the you know the most important and i put that in quotes um, because we know that Black and brown people have been using the earth and the land and herbs to help their communities when they didn't have access to what is now traditional medicine. And if we erase that, then we erase, we erase so much. We erase so many stories. And it is part of my practice and a part of my social media uh, communications to really continue to connect those stories of how black and brown people really used the herbs and and in which ways we can continue to share those stories because so much of that was lost. So much of that was lost through systems. So much of that was lost through the great migration. And I think there are a lot of herbalists out there right now and people in uh, wellness in general who are bringing back those stories and, and making them um, as vibrant as some of the other stories that we've been told for so many years. Yeah, and um, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but um, how do you feel, you know, this sense of community uh, moving to this area? And, you know, like I, I see on your Instagram, you do a lot of great posts that people are really, you know, appreciative of. So um, how is this feeling of community uh, for you? Um, I think it's been really wonderful. And so far, for the most part, um, has been quite welcoming. Um, I'm pretty unapologetic about how I approach herbalism and people understand, especially um, because my social media is so vocal, what they're getting when they come into the space. And, and uh, when you first walk in, I have a, a little ancestor wall with Harriet Tubman and Emma Dupree on it. And so it is, it is, important to me and it will always be important to me to center that story and so far so good like we've been completely uh really open and receptive to that and people ask me questions about my ancestor wall and i think that there's an opportunity especially because in sullivan county people do work with the land most of the time people are connected in some way whether it's through just hiking or there are other farmers there are so many other herbalists and acupuncturists and people that have come into the space. Um, and so I think they're really interested in learning these stories that have been erased. And I will continue to share those stories with anybody who is willing to listen. Um, all right, well, that was all the questions I had for you. Um, is there anything else that you wanna add? 
I just really thank you for allowing me to have this voice here on this in this space. And um, for those of you who are listening, come out and hang out with me at the Herbal Scoop, which is in Calicoon, New York, uh, inside of the Calicoon Marketplace. And uh, when are you open? Uh, I am open Friday through Sunday, 11 to 4. Okay. And you also, um, do you do, uh, you sell things on your website? Yep. So everything in the shop is also on the website. And I also do um, Zoom consultations until it's safe to do it in person. Um, so you can also find me online at the Herbal Scoop. I hang out most on Instagram, or you can check out my website, which is theherbalscoop.com. Well, thank you again for joining us on our podcast and make sure to check out the article in today's paper.